Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast, episode 123, casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. I'm Tony. Live via satellite, once again. Yeah, I've got a droopy light, like my light over here. Maybe you should get that checked out. To the video? It's like, I mean, I've had the Pfizer Vax. I would have thought that that would make me all really... Enlightened. Uppity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're known for their erecting products or Pfizer <laughs> that's my light true. obviously needs some some help this episode not brought to you by Blue Chew no it's not <laughs> um, so <coughs> I'm Sorry, also using man. a different microphone I don't know how it's going to go it looks good and sounds good from where I am here but it's probably going to be that you can hear my background noise a little more than usual so for fans of the show um that's Feed- not a fan of the background. It's actually just the background noise. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. F- feedback, uh, better, worse, un- intolerable, all that sort of stuff. Um, good week, Anthony? Not a bad week. Not a bad um, week? I don't know if, I have, if I've told you this, but um, I am on annual leave. Annual leave week. for my birthday. Have I told you this? You're Have on, I told you this? You're on, TV, you're on leave for my birthday. Yeah, I normally take your birthday off. It's like, <laughs> the, like a national day of celebration. Yeah, we're not getting together. It's just just happens to coincide. You take a day off. I mean, God, for, my birthday. God forbid we end up together <laughs> on your birthday. Yeah, exactly right. No yeah. one wants that. No one wants that. No, no, no one no. could stand that. Uh, so I'm visiting the Al- an alpine village famous for warm bubbly springs. I know the one. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've had a, a paranormal experience in that town, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Fans of the show may yes, recall to- um, a young Ton and his family walking through the bush when... Um, the Majub? When, the Majuba? Uh, when a... Uh, Papa C <laughs> had yep. his watch stop on 666 and yeah. a mist descended. Yeah. True story. The infamous um, 666 hmm. event of the Majuba Forest Walk. So the place that I'm actually staying in is uh, scarcely a hair's breadth from that location. A gnat's whisker? Mm. A gnat's wing? A cat's whisker? It's a <laughs> yeah. cat's meow away? quite quite so yes <laughs> so we are we are booked on the boundary of the township and the forest where the the majuba walk originates mm. so interesting yeah uh, it... mainly mainly booked there because it's got a hot tub but mm-hmm. yeah what you gonna do you got a spa at home but have to go on holiday to to somewhere with a hot tub Oh, is it the sort of thing, thing you is, what, can't go anywhere? You can't go anywhere without one. Now? When you're a spa kind of guy, when you're on a jacuzzi <laughs> kind of fella, you can't go anywhere without the jacuzzi. Okay, I'll have to take your word for it. I'm not a jacuzzi guy. You, if you were to become a jacuzzi fella, I'm not a jacuzzi man. <laughs> I'm not saying you're. You're not saying you are a jacuzzi man. 
Yeah, you would not be accusing um, me of being an accused. I don't know if he accuse you of being a jacuzzi. <laughs> but if, if once you become the jacuzzi, you mm. will not. You, it'll be, yeah, you, you'll have to find any excuse to go somewhere with a jacuzzi. Okay. That's what I've done. Yeah. Would you. Do you still go camping in tents? Oh, I've got an amazing tent. In your pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reaction I get to my tent. It is a. Oztrail blackout tent. Oh, blackout with, is important. With, with with sun, UV ray resilient material. Mm-hmm. It has built-in LED lights. What? That's not a tent. Oh, it's a tent. If it's Jeez, glamping, it's you know there's camping and glamping. There's a I tent. know there's camping and glamping, but this tent is, she's an easy erect. <laughs> You'd have it no other way. Minimal, minimal handwork required to get her up. A jacuzzi like you requires minimal handwork. Yeah. yeah, to get her up. <laughs> she just pops up on her own, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You just have to look at look at it and visualize it being like up and proud and Yeah. It happens. You just gotta That's, think think happy yeah. thoughts and the, the tent will take care of itself. Yeah. You yeah. plug in the old power bank. Yeah. And that powers the uh three setting LED lights. Um it's Crazy. quite fantastic. I, I, I quite like it. Yeah. So you still, yeah, because that was my question: is now that you're a jacuzman and you go on holiday to places with tubs, Jacu- yeah, <laughs> do you still slum it in the tent? But I will still slum in the tent. So no, 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 no. You don't slum it in the tent. You go in that tent you just described, which is far from slumming it by the sounds well, th- of it. Th- that is that is the top range. I do have three tents: <laughs> past, present, and post tents. I have the. Um, you missed the my grammar dollar... joke. You just glossed right oh. over my j- grammar oh, joke. Oh, sorry, that's quite good. You're past the post Very good, very good. Apologies. Yeah. I'll acknowledge that. It's highbrow humour for us. Yeah, it is, actually. We were talking about um, erections previously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, there are three tents. There is the tent that cost me $20 from the Salvation Army, the past tents. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Uh, there is a tent that I bought for a uh, few hundred dollars, but it's a bit, it's, 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 it's a bit um, past its prime. It's still good. It's mm. a bigger tent. Yep. It's just a bit too big for what I need these days. You know? That's a tough life getting a tent that's too size big. size isn't everything. There we go, continuing <laughs> the theme. Um, okay. Now, I mean, I'm thinking this, this is current tent with the, the blackout, the LED lighting... That is, this is top of the range. That is full on. I've never heard of a blackout tent, nor have I heard oh, of one. Oh, she's beautiful, mate. I've never heard beautiful. of one with built-in lighting. She's beautiful. <laughs> is a really built, the best. built-in jacuzzi? <laughs> oh, that will be that will be the next incarnation of the tenting, I'm sure. Who's seen? Um, apparently, inflatable spa pools are quite the thing overseas. To to be fair, that was what I did look at before I committed to having to being a spa kind of guy. Mm. I did I did look at getting an inflatable. Yeah, no good um, to you. They're good for short term, but not for um, long term. Spa for yeah yeah. So like I am this this is my routine. So I return home from work. I, I think we've done this. Do <laughs> some form of exercise and then. I just submerge my entire body. <laughs> I don't need to know. This babbling. Is... Let's change the subject. Anything paranormal the happened to you in the past week? 
<laughs> I don't need to hear about your body submerging in water. I think we're pretty the sure weird, we already did that. The weird thing I do, though, is I've got a weird thing where I get in the spa, half naked, as you can appreciate. No. And then I decide to clear the rest of my emails from the day I haven't answered. So I sit there and answering emails from work for, the, for about 45 minutes in the spa. What's your personal email address for all of our listeners? To, to... I'm not saying that. Well, then we're moving on. We're moving to a different topic. <laughs> Unless you're willing to offer something up, this isn't happening. Do you want to... No, I answer you should set up I a answer, Skype I answer, date. I answer, various, I answer various emails from the day, and that's my thing. And I, I relax and answer emails. It's quite nice. You should set up a Skype meeting, like a, like a Skype chat room, so you can just have chats while you're in your... I said to you Spire. earlier that I was thinking of like, can I, because uh, I think of the famed, um, we went on the um, the treadmill this afternoon, um, <laughs> bit of a run, and yep. we, uh, famously we did a um, podcast episode live from the treadmill when you're doing September. Yep. Um, so that was that was a quite active episode. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for one of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering whether we could potentially do a episode live from the spa maybe you come around one oh, you're teasing you know, one it one evening you're teasing yeah. it live on the air now we jump in the spa and record live from the spa pool but probably we couldn't hear each other yeah there's a lot of shouting that goes on in the spa pool i've got to say i mean you couldn't have jets on <clears throat> unless it's what, have, have, have what on sorry jets oh oh now. <laughs> That's it. I'm coming in a full, thick winter rubber wetsuit <laughs> with the whole scuba. No, I think like famously, famously, you and I about a decade ago would frequently spar together. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is true, actually. <laughs> yep. Didn't once see anything less than swimwear, but um... <laughs> it doesn't have to be specified. That's assumed. And the circles I run in, that's assumed. I don't know what our audience... Right? As soon as you say... As soon as our audience here that you and I, uh, in, the, in the previous decade, sparred together. This is not what my podcast is meant to be. Can you imagine what... I mentioned the Lit's fan fiction goes rife with those who are writing erotic fan fiction about stop. you and I. You have to stop. they hear that, they will be writing, submitting... Some sort of, like, I mean, think of all, like, the erogenous no. zones exposed <laughs> on the spa. Okay, I get final cut on this episode anymore, <laughs> and I'm going to start beeping it. This is, this is not what I wanted this to be. You can't bleep erogenous zones. <laughs> I'm going to beep I'm not saying that, I mean, well, you, know, you and I admit nothing happened, nothing did happen, but, you know, erotic fan fiction is something that exists out there, so I don't know what our fans are writing about us. Should we invite some erotic fanfiction about our spa days? If you want to, if you want to submit some erotic fanfiction about our spa days, be our guest. You probably won't make it through um, the filter. This my co-host here, but um, well, that's why I think you need to give out your personal email address because I'm <laughs> certainly not going to progress anything in that department. <laughs> no lips erotic fanfiction. Okay. <laughs> okay well that's fine if you're not up for it then i'm not up for it okay this is i think i said about 10 minutes ago i'm not up for it (laughs) Um... oh god bless (laughs) um so anything paranormal happened in the past week um we we think 
can carry the two. Uh, no, no, this week yourself nothing. though. No, nothing this week. No, no more ghoulish critiques of your yard work. No, no. Did you deal with the yard work that was um, referenced from Beyond the Grave? Not really. Like I say, it's it's not. It's it's winter, so you don't mow lawns in winter. It doesn't grow. You have to justify that to me. Justify that to the the, the ghosts. <laughs> I don't know how to tell here. them. I don't know how to tell them. I'll be honest. I mean, we have grass. We had that kind of dead patch of grass, but I'm not going to plant seed now. It's winter. Yeah. We need well, we need to wait till spring. And they, and they, they've, they've, they've told your loved ones. Yeah. I don't they know what to do. Um, it's still probably the most uh, paranormal thing that's happened in recent memory, if I'm honest. Probably the most paranormal thing on the show, right? (laughs) Other than uh, the bushwalk in Hamner Springs where um, uh, the 666 incident. I've got two paranormal things. I had that, and then I had the random flash in the woods that you talked about on episode one. Episode one, yeah. 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 Still don't know where that came from. That was very that was that and to, for me not really remembering the six sixty six on the uh, the the walk, that flash in the woods was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the begs a question. Um. With no paranormal news, um. Other than tents, what do we talk about? So, I think um, I think we should touch on this Netflix doco. Okay far away um, just a reminder uh, well just so just a just coming in here uh, red hot mm-hmm. uh the airpods are down to 20 percent <laughs> god not this again <laughs> not this again <laughs> so i'm going to take one out great and charger yep well, that's okay this is like um, um i did a guest spot on um the talking coswallet podcast um and i was using a different mic then that took batteries and i had to i realized as i was dialing into this recording session that um the battery was dead and so i raided the tv remote for batteries and then had the the rechargeable on charge while i'm on there i think i ended up having to swap like as in kill the mic and swap the batteries twice during like a 40 minute recording not my finest work so we're on so lefty is out Righty is in. Netflix. You had Netflix to bring to the party. Just just um, stumbled across. Recommended for me. Very, very kind of Netflix um, to be thinking about me like this. I'm not sure if anyone else feels this way, but I um, feel <laughs> very touched. A very personalized service I get uh, from Netflix for really? my 14 something dollars a month. You're on some sort of premium plan where you get like, recommended viewings and... You're probably, oh, maybe you're on that kind of, um, you're on like a beta testing. Are you be, I, bet, I bet you get to like thumbs up or thumbs down things before the yeah. rest of us too. Yeah, and they offer all sorts of like sort of like different perks. Like some mm. stuff's a little bit like, hmm, I'm not sure if that I feel comfortable <laughs> with that. <laughs> but okay, fine, if, you, if you're offering, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It's fine, right? It's just it's a big company, right? Um, mm-hmm. So there's a new documentary out. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's a six-parter. Six-parter. It is a six-parter. I six-parter? have 
I have since um, brought up the episode guides. Um, six parts. It looks like it has a pretty wide range of um, of uh, topics. Let me let me throw these at you, and I'll yeah, get into so we... rank them one to six. That's okay, what we'll so... do. So it's called Top Secret UFO Secrets Declassified. Am I right with that? Have I got that title right? Yep. Top Secret UFO Secrets Declassified? Yep. Uh, yep. Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. Got close there. <laughs> yeah, close we, we were pretty close. Close um, So imagine jumping on the bandwagon of all the disclosure stuff that's going on. Netflix like, we can cash in on this. Yeah. Let's make some money. You know what you need to do is you have to have... Um, Kind of foggy light rays with a blue tint, a blue tinge to the footage. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. some smoke, some cloudiness, and and just like that, that's the formula for um, releasing your own UFO uh, series. Perfect. We chuck Perfect. a score on it. You chuck a narrator, and you're in business. Some sort so, of like a, yeah, some sort of like huskyish, deep voice kind of guy. You Perfect. got it. You got it. Um, so, episode one, Project Blue Book Unknown. I don't know why they couldn't call it Project Blue Book. Yeah. I'm There's... interested in about the unknown part, if I'm honest. Yeah, I mean, like Project Blue Book has been its own series. Where it's been delved into a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. So, after World War Two, an explosion in reported UFO sightings prompts the US government to try and manage the public's growing fascination with them. So Project Blue Book would be a more accurate title. What's the runtime on that bad boy? Forty-five minutes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Once you're through that forty-five minutes, um, the White House cover-up, which, to be honest, is just about a, an appropriate title for episode one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, this one, the thumbnail is that is a real nice, typical big bug-eyed alien with a nice blue glow around it. Um, and give us your runtime on that one. Forty-three minutes. Ooh, so two so minutes shy. Still. Two minutes shy of the full forty-five. This looks like still. This is good. This is good for me. My 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 annual leave coming up. This is perfect <laughs> in that jacuzzi. Did the U.S. government launch a secret organization called MJ Twelve to conceal the truth about UFO encounters? Some researchers think so. Have you heard of MJ Twelve? Majestic 12, yes. Fill me in. Uh, essentially, post-Roswell set up um, to keep everything under wraps. And there were some famous MJ-12 uh, documents that were supposedly leaked. Mm-hmm. The authenticity of such is dubious at best. Like Lots of researchers think it's complete fabrication. But essentially, it's like rules of engagement with dealing with an extraterrestrial race. Wow. Like a Almost like a contract drawn up between them and us, type sort of thing. Really? Mm. Us as in me and you, because I didn't <laughs> yeah. sign no contract. You, you, me, and some uh, Zeta reticulin air grey aliens. Episode three. I forged your signature. That's why I don't remember it. <laughs> Great. Episode three. Codename Aurora. Some theorize that the U.S. government keeps UFO incidents under wraps in order to reverse engineer sophisticated alien technology for its own purposes. Uh, and the thumbnail for that is, it's like three or four full-on robot-looking things, like something out of iRobot. 
Yeah, like last week with the the smoking robots at Cisco Grove. Very good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so Aurora was like a, a name for um, a supposed reverse-engineered, mm. like, triangle-type craft. Right, the, like the TR-3B? Yeah, similar to that, but that were the Aurora was, was another one that had been popped up, like that, but very much like the TR-3B, correct. Right, gotcha. Um, episode 4, Hacked and Leaked. Internal leaks and external hacks reveal potentially major UFO intel held by governments. A man claims to have performed multiple alien autopsies. Well, that took oh, a turn. That sounds like a real just trash <laughs> episode. Yeah, the thumbnail for that, it looks like um, just your typical hacker. Something about a hacker needs to be in a black hood, like in a black hoodie with oh, the hood up. Hood. Yeah, you should put your hood up so that I think you're a hacker. Mine's navy. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I really like when... Um, Do I when, look like, a hacker? News... Look, here we go. Look, have a look, here we go. No, because your background is your outside fence, so you actually look like someone about to do a B&E <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on some like sort of domestic property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're about to jump on that Mitsubishi heat pump and over that fence, land on the bins, <laughs> and just steal the nearest TV. Very <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. I'll give you that. Um, so... Yeah, the thumbnail for this is the hacker looking like that. The the other fun thing, whenever anyone on like the news at six o'clock or whatever is talking about hackers, is that they show keyboards with the lights behind it, and like, um, if it's a hacker, they use red glowing keys. It's really yeah. good. Um. Okay. Episode five. Soviet secrets. Russia had its share of alleged sightings and secrets, and some think nuclear arms are to blame. But not all unidentified objects come from above. Intrigued? Mm, I am intrigued. It seems like a better episode than the last one. Yeah, we tend to dabble in American and then a little bit of English type UFO stuff. Maybe a maybe a bit more, um, a bit a, a few other ones closer to home as well. So mm. we I haven't really dabbled in any Russian yarns. See, I mean, the country of Russia occupies one-eighth of the complete habitable land surface on Earth, so there should yeah. be a decent chunk of sightings there, right? Yep, yep. Um, interesting, not all unidentified objects come from above. USO? Mm. Possible USO? Yes. <laughs> um, and then the last one on the six-run series that we're previewing here and probably going to get quite the rundown on as uh the ton gets through them um feel free to watch along at home uh after disclosure if aliens have come to earth how far back does their presence reach what do they want with us is their intent to hurt help or indeed save us Mm. so lots of question marks in that one runtime 43 min it's pretty good it's pretty good. So this is this is going to be a decent chunk of my annual leave occupy watching this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should have mentioned as well. The thumbnail is is like an alien autopsy going on. A man in a lab <sighs> coat, some 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 sort of scientific looking devices, and an alien body on a gurney, gurney. getting 
getting Gu- Guernsey, Jersey. No, yeah. Guernsey. All right, right, right. But they've they've even gone as far as to put like, um, you know, when they do an operation and they put like the the sheet over the entire body, but with a square where they're actually operating. They've yeah. got one of them, but it's that like the head and legs sticking out, like alien autopsy footage. Though, no, it's that. not. It's a, it looks like it's fresh, like they've reenacted it or something. Yeah. It's a recent, yeah. more recent photo by the looks of it. Right. But yeah, something to look forward to is um, okay. the Tons rundown of uh, some of these post-annual leave. Are you going to watch it, do you think? Or Yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Give it a go. Give it a crack. Mm. Yeah. I'll give it a crack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's something I'll definitely um, sync to the iPad to to watch Take over the next um, week. Um, can report back on. Mm-hmm. So, so I think. Rock and roll. Groundbreaking revelations come out of it. All right. And finally, this eve, um, I would like to present part two of Luke Presents Tony's Paranormal. What did I call it? Luke Presents Tony's Abnormally Paranormal. <laughs> Tossy and Begay is what <laughs> this one is called. Yeah. So, which are you? <laughs> I think you know. <laughs> uh, okay, why does that so, make me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take um, it away. I'll begin. So, we, we, we're going back to 1967. So, well before you and I roamed this planet. Um, however, there were two people. Two guys. One guy called Guy. Guy Tossy and Will Begay were their names. So it was uh, November 2, 1967. Now the article says that they were um, two Native American boys. Now I, I don't know whether they need to call that out. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to have any additional uh, context in the story. Okay. I'm just wondering whether it's sort of like a, a bit of like like mm, casual racism in the story yeah i don't yeah. know like i I'll don't keep, really understand I'll, keep an, I'll monitor it i'll wait okay, and see yeah, yeah. If, i don't know why they need to call this out but that's what the article says the two native american boys yeah so they were um driving down highway 26 in uh rari idaho and they claim is that a like does that have extra tolls for native americans I don't know. I don't. I just. I just don't know. It just seems a little bit odd to have called that out. Okay. okay. Um, Carry on. But maybe the article will elaborate more, and we need to know this. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Right. So they're driving down Highway Twenty Six in Rari, yep. Idaho, Idaho. Yep. And they claim to have seen a small, glowing, domed object appear in front of them in a flash of light. It was about eight feet wide and with humanoid entities of some sort observed within a transparent dome. As the two witnesses looked on in astonishment, their car suddenly came to a stop, the engine dying for no reason, which is quite common, right? It is. uh, It's very common, yeah. uh, Encounters. Yep. Uh, And the dome of the bizarre craft opened as if on hinges, which is a important for some reason that like it a, could be on hinges like a jetson's vehicle so far yeah I'm like picturing could be squeaky you need some sort of like um 
I don't know, we would say CRC, but what's the what's another product for that? It's a, like what's what's w, sort of like the WD WD forty? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's some WD forty on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as the I've said that. <laughs> um, so after this, one of the entities within the uh, after this, one of the entities within exited and floated to the ground as if defying gravity. Um, yeah. And this is where you can probably sing the um, famous musical. musical, the key yeah. song from Wicked, Defying Gravity. I'll I'll, I'll hand yeah. this over to you. Have you been? Have sing? you been to see Wicked? I have. I saw it. I saw it in Melbourne, Australia. Hey, so did I. Huh, very good. That's weird. Um, take it away. Take it away, Luke. Um, oh, I can't remember. Normally, I would, but I'm today... defying gravity. <laughs> <laughs> that was defying gravity <laughs> and nobody there ever was no wizard that there is or Oz will ever try to bring me down something like that what right? direction is this podcast taking this week <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> uh and at this point the witnesses could see that the entity was only about three feet tall with large black eyes and a hairless head uh, hmm. This creature then apparently walked right up to the car and let itself in, taking a seat behind the wheel while pushing the driver out of the way, after what? which the car began to move forward towards the UFO. So they've been what? carjacked at this point. Yeah, they're get, getting rolled. Yeah. Uh, these so the are, UFO these was... are some pretty mean streets. Yeah, in Idaho, right? Yeah. Um, rural Idaho. So the, at this point, the UFO was still hovering about five feet um, above the road. Um, the car then veered off-road into a field of wheat as the object what? followed it. What a the dick. terrified witnesses unable to really comprehend what was going on. So at this point, Tossie and Begay are in the car. They were like front seat and passenger. Some crazy like three-foot-tall entity just jumps in, shoves one of them out of the way, starts driving the car into a cornfield or a wheat field sorry hmm. um yeah odd i gotta Crazy. say that's really weird and um yeah like, so could it, reach the pedals or they just said the car <laughs> moved right I, I, just the car sort of i, I, mean, I think it's kind of floating oh. moving like through this thing so um, so the car veered, veered off-road into a field of wheat as the object followed it. The terrified witnesses unable to really comprehend what was going on. When the car rolled to a stop in the field, Tossie made a run for it, heading for the farmhouse of a local farmer named Willard Hammond. Classic the whole Tossie. Way, Tossie. The whole way he was followed by the UFO, but it gave up and headed back to the car. So the UFO then gives chase. To Tossie as he's running through the field. But it gives what? up on the pursuit and returns back to the car. <laughs> what on earth? Um, so strange. So it headed back to the car. That's abnormally paranormal, man. That's how we called this. You got yeah. it. Um, headed back to the car where Begay was still with the being at the wheel. <laughs> Just sitting in the car together like, you know, an awkward like first date couple at like lovers <laughs> on a lover's lane or something like that. Um, the next thing, the, the the alien did a big fake yawn and put its arm yeah. around him. <laughs> yeah, with the arm <laughs> slipping down to the thigh. 
Um, <laughs> the creature apparently did a big fake yawn and slipped its hand down to his thigh. No way. The yeah. creature apparently turned something to him. About the, something about the something in the springtime. What's that? I'll strike a line. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. What is that? Uh, is it like, oh, that is a good line. Look, look up that while I finish I'll look this. it up. Excuse yeah. me, excuse me, uh, dear listeners, if there's clicky uh, keys in the background of this, but I've yeah. just got to find this. It'll be worth it. So the creature apparently turned to him to spew forth a barrage of unintelligible sounds like a bird, which apparently, I mean, unintelligible sounds or like cheesy makeup lines or makeout lines like Ostriker did in 1999's American Pie. Have you found yeah. it? No, but it brought up another line which made me laugh. Um, <laughs> which was, um, you just listen, you just ask them lots of questions and listen to what they have to say and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stifler says, I don't know, man, this sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the creature apparently turned to Begay uh, to spew forth a barrage of unintelligible sounds, quote, like a bird, perhaps upset that Tossie had escaped and then left the car to go floating back to the waiting craft, which sped off in a zigzag path. Tossie would later bring the farmer back to his friend and they would both file a report with the police. Although authorities at first didn't put much stock in the story, they would find several other witnesses who described seeing strange lights in the sky and their livestock acting bizarrely. Both of the witnesses would insist that these aliens had been trying to abduct them and that Tossie's break for freedom had probably saved them from such fate. I and can't find it. It's, I think it's, it's such a non-eventful line that it gets superseded in every website talking about quotes from American Pie because <laughs> the, the line that directly follows it is... The best line. The yeah. line, yeah. Something me beautiful is the line. <laughs> yeah. um, no, the closest one that's popping up when I search for this, the word springtime is something about the springtime that's just cool, you know? Is that it? Oh, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, I think there's something like that. Something in the springtime that's just cool, you know. Something there is something like that. I don't know if we'll quite get it. We should, um, yeah, we may have to rewatch this <laughs> to find this line because it's going to bug us. Oh, there it is. Hang on. Um, great oh, note, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, it's something about the springtime that's cool, you know, like the smell of fresh rain or something. There we go. Mm. That's it, the smell of fresh rain. <laughs> <laughs> so as the alien jumps on board and spews forth some unintelligible sounds yeah so this will be the alien jumping onto the craft uh sort yeah. of jumping into the car and yeah. i will be uh will be gay so let's okay. take this out i'm sitting there okay. just like minding my own business the alien's there it turns to me and it says something but i just really don't want to do the the following line you don't have to do the following line okay you can if you want. I don't want to. Okay, so know, here we go. I don't know who's scene, scene, I'm I'm Will Begay. Okay. Tossies out the car. It's just you and I, baby, and you're going to go for it. Here we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> great night, isn't it? And then you say, sure. Sure. Yeah, just 
something about the springtime that's just cool, you know? Like the smell of fresh rain or something. <laughs> and do I have a line there? Or do you I say, like, oh, like... You go, hmm. Hmm. And then, and then you say, the famous line, just said, and then the next line, more forcefully uh, repeated. <laughs> and then my friends call me Nova, as in Casanova. And I think I laugh at that point, right? You laugh at that point and say, that's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> that's pathetic. And then I say, geez, you don't have to laugh at me. <laughs> Wow, I'm so happy we got we got to act out a scene from a 22 year old movie. <laughs> this episode, that's great. Poorly. I did not predict that happening tonight, so that's great. Yeah. And only one of us had the script in front of us. So every one of your lines, I had to tell you what to say. This is great. This is a great episode so far. One of the best. Oh, bless it. So yeah, that's um, that's 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 the saga of Tossie and Begay. Interesting. Yes. Um, it's- if you had to pick one of those names to have for the rest of your life, uh, it's on your birth certificate, it's what everybody calls you, it's on your driver's license, which of those two names would you choose? Guy Tossy or Will Begay? Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're both just like Guy Tossy and Will Begay. It's just like, yep. it's it's like just you not... made them up. They're just not. They're just not the best names. You gotta um, pick one. I'll Choose. go with will be gay because I am a gay. <laughs> that makes it makes more sense. And on that note, we'll call that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. <laughs> Join us next week. Toodaloo. <laughs>